Hello, and welcome back to Love at First Contact. I am Sam, as always, your beloved host, I guess. Your daemon. What? We watched a Ferengi episode tonight, so I've got, I've got Ferengi terminology in me. Oh. Your captain. Mm-hmm. Uh, joining me, as always, is my beloved first officer. How did I know you can say that? Well, I, well, there's a reason. So there's a history... Well, I mean, not like a, a deep history of captains using their first first officer, like their wife as their first officer. The one, oh, I can't talk about that one. Oh, that's the thing. I don't want to talk about who does that, but two people you have met now will end up getting married, and they will eventually. Is it Picard? No. no, Picard never finds love. Oh right, you told me that. He dates, but he doesn't find. Do who do you think he dates? Do you have an idea? Is it the doctor? It's the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> the entire I can, I can the, see ent- the tension. entire last season, they have like cute little dinner dates every single episode. When, when she comes back. Well, yeah, when she comes back, I've told you about her leaving the show. Anyway, welcome back, guys. Um, for us, it's been. I never said my name. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm Safai. My first officer, Safai. <laughs> I want to be called number one. All right, number one. Thanks. There you go. Um. So yeah, it's been it's been a while since we recorded an episode. To be honest, um, a lot's happened. I got a new job. I'm no longer dying. I was yeah. I was dying during yeah. the last recording. Oh my god, I I really did almost die. Um, no, you didn't. I felt like it. I mean, when you throw up 52 times yeah, in the span of 24 hours. Yeah, you had to get like hours. three IVs within three like 72 IVs hours. Three IVs within 72 hours. Uh, severe nausea medication. I don't know if I had. Oh my goodness! Our other crewmates are fighting on the bridge. We can't have this. I don't know what? if that. I don't know if the mic picked that up. Our cats send, just send them to the. Send them to our, the. Our crusty old cat doctor beat up the young cat punk. <laughs> so, um, I like to think Hoshi's our doctor, like like Doctor Taana. She's too mean. Exactly, just like Doctor Taana. Oh my god. And then Kylo's like our our Helms officer. Can he be Wesley? Yeah, he's our Wesley. Okay. He's, he's a baby still. He's only two years old. Wait, wait, no. Jasper could be Wesley. Jasper's Wesley. And Kylo's Data. No, he's like LaForge. He's too cool to be Data. Who Who's that? LaForge? Yeah. He's got the goggles. goggles. The, the, oh, the goggles. Oh, right, the right, visor. Right. Yeah, I always the blind guy. Yeah. Jordy LaForge. Who's well, Pabu? Pabu. I, Pabu's the lady that dies. <laughs> she's. No. Pabu, Pabu's a character you haven't met yet. She's another doctor because Hoshi's going to leave next season. And then we get Pabu as our doctor. She's, ner- she's Dr. Pulaski. Oh. You haven't met Pulaski. Oh, no, she's McCoy. She's, she's grumpy enough to be McCoy. Anyway. No, she's not. She's not that grumpy. She's a cuddle cat. She's a scaredy cat. Yeah, she's a scaredy cat. She's um she's Barkley. We haven't met Barkley yet. Yeah, I was like, I don't know who that is. That's like late season five. So you're just bringing up random stuff I don't even know. Barkley's a great character. I can't wait for you to meet Barkley. Barkley's one of the weird characters that... What does he do? He's an engineer. Oh, okay. Like, he's just a... He's an engineer on the ship. Like, I don't think he, he's an ensign, too. Or a lieutenant. He's a lieutenant. But he's like... <laughs> he's afraid of everything. And he has a transporter, like a fear of the transporter, and he has... What? Yeah, and he has holodeck psychosis, or hologram psychosis. That, what is that? He's addicted to the holodeck. Oh. Have we had a holodeck episode yet? It was uh, in the pilot, where they go and they're like on the park and Wesley falls in the creek. Ooh, what? We haven't had a holodeck episode. So there's a room on the Enterprise where it's, it's like bl- black with yellow lines... And, like, they can do anything. Like, you want to go... We just saw Avatar today. We're going to talk about Avatar at the end of the podcast. I don't think I can not talk about Avatar. But, um, basically, they can go in this room, Mm -hmm. and it can do anything. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Is it, like, what, what, uh, what is that? Lower Decks. 
When they had yeah, when they the movie okay. episodes okay. Vindicta. That's 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 a gr- oh my god! I can't wait. We're gonna watch this episode of the podcast. Okay. Vindicta, the Vindicta. There's been two now. The the Vindicta saga. So which, he's addicted to that. He's addicted to that. And but it, I thought he didn't like being in a transporter. Well, it's not the transporter. It's a holodeck. How did he get addicted to that? Did it? Well, uh, ima- uh, imagine did talk about an episode. Yeah, the episode's all about his holodeck. Oh. Okay. I, I don't want to talk about. It. I realize I'm talking about an episode that's so far down the line from us, but like. There are so many episodes of TNG that I truly love, and characters in TNG that I truly love, and Barkley's one of them. Barkley's an oddball, and he, he pops up in Voyager 2 down the line, um, but Barkley is just a really well-written character played by a really good actor. He's played by an actor from the A-Team, at least I think he is. I think, I think... I don't know. I don't, I know you don't. Have you ever seen the A-Team? No. It's about a, a group of mercenaries, or former military officers who were... Are they old people? Well, no. I mean, they are now. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, no, I was thinking of a different No, movie. but they're, like, accused of a crime that they didn't commit, so they go, like, underground in Los Angeles and, like, help fight, like, crime uh-huh. in a van. Is this, like, a movie or it's a It's a TV show? show. It's a very old TV show. It sounds like Yeah, this. and, it, like, they drive around in a cool van, and Mr. T, do you know who Mr. T is? No. I pitched the fool. Mm-hmm. Big Mohawk. Uh-uh. Oh, my God. You're probably the only person on this planet who does not know who Mr. I T is. I think you're just an old man who... Mr. T would have made a great Klingon. <laughs> like, I would have loved to see Mr. T just play a Klingon in an episode. It's not too late. He's still alive. He could absolutely still play For a Klingon. For now, he's an old he's, man. He's younger than my dad, I think. He's an old man. He is. My dad is also an old man. I love my dad. You're an old man. I feel like it. I'm, t- I'm 27 next month. I know. Are you um, ready? Yeah. I'm going on vacation. I'm going to be gone that week. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I might post about it. I'm going to Santa Fe, New Mexico. That has nothing to do with Star Trek. No, but there's like cool rocks. Oh there's my in Star God. Trek. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so let's let's get on. I'm sorry for the five minutes of us just talking about Star Trek, but we haven't had, talked to you guys in a while, and I feel like, you know, you're our not our friends, but you're like our acquaintances who we see once a week, and we like stop to chat. You know. Are you really sorry about talking about Star Trek on a Star Trek podcast? Well, I ramble. I know that some people my mother doesn't enjoy when I'm horrible. <laughs> my mom listens to every single episode, and sometimes she's like, I like when you guys talk about the episode. Okay, well, maybe like, we should just tell her to skip to a certain time. Yeah, mom, skip skip ahead like two minutes. <laughs> no, <laughs> like five minutes. Like, Well, it's already been, I'm saying like skip ahead from this point. Because, oh, my goodness. Anyway. Anyway, this week we're watching. Um, don't, I don't know. I, I wrote it. The wrong. battle, which is not till next week. I know, but you told me the battle when I, I wrote know, it down. I know. I got it mixed up in my schedule. No, this week we watched where no one has gone before, which is the first caretaker episode. The caretaker does come back. Um, ah, that's a spoiler. I shouldn't have told you that. I'm not gonna remember that. It's also the first major Wesley episode. I okay. would say this is the first episode where Wesley Crusher gets a spotlight. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I, I thought maybe like in the in the one where they were all acting high. That's okay. So that was an episode where Wesley like is a main character. But I would say this is the first episode that starts Wesley Crusher's story. Okay. Because the other episode kind of set up this episode, but this episode puts every domino in place for Wesley. So wait, I don't remember. So the one where everyone got high, and this one is it right after each other, or is there like episodes in between? There probably a couple. There were some episodes in between. So was Wesley like involved in those? Not heavily. Let me quickly open the Paramount Plus app. And I will look at the episode while we start your questions. Let me run through the episode real quick because I realized... And, and I apologize. I know um, our quality kind of dipped with the last three episodes. My mother commented on it. <laughs> but um, that was because I was really sick. 
and I wanted to get episodes recorded in case I didn't get better quick, which I did. I will say I got I got better in about two weeks, which is nice. That's not quick. No, I mean <laughs> see, that's true. That's that's the longest I've ever been like severely ill. Um, and I don't want to like I'm not trying to be like oh, I was constantly sick. I I was really sick. I'm yeah, glad like, he's better. Like I, I mean, like he, it's, it's, he says I'm sick, but like when that when he was just sick, I was asking to go to I, the hospital. I know when he never wants to go to no, the doctor. I will. I will actually. I was like, what is wrong? You're throwing up constantly. Not like the viewers want to hear that. Yeah. But when you said, it was a lot. "Babe, I need to go to the doctor," I was like, "What? Are you actually dying?" So there was only one episode between. Um, the Naked Now, which is the episode you're talking about and where no one has gone before, which is the episode we're talking about today. And it's called Code of Honor. Um, let me quickly run through Code of Honor and why we didn't watch we're it. We're not even talking about yet what we actually watched. No, but I'll get there. You want to know about the episode we didn't watch. And no, I, no, I don't want to know. I just want to know how many... Anyway, Af- they go to a planet full of, <laughs> like, Africa. It's like Africa the planet. But okay. they're all, like, backwards, mean people... And they, like, kidnap Tasha and force her to fight with a glove that has spikes and poison on it. Oh, you told me that. Yeah, it was, it's such a stupid episode. No vaccine. I think I even said no vaccine, which is a quote. Which we should have watched it. I mean, vaccines are important now. <laughs> um, they've always been important. Make sure you get vaccinated, folks. Um, oh anyway, but, but today we watched Where No One Has Gone Before. Where No One Has Gone Before is basically the Enterprise is chosen as a test bed for a new type of engine that will surpass warp drive, and it... Mm-hmm. it goes wrong of course throws them into unknown parts of our universe so far away it'll take generations to get home and then they get home thanks to the magic of friendship that's (laughs) not true that's really what happened no it's the magic of thought magic magic of the imagination um was it all just an acid trip probably probably Probably, absolutely was it all a test for wesley crusher yeah 100 (laughs) percent This is all just a test for, for poor little Wesley. But anyway, let's so go. So they have a whole episode just for this little boy. Yeah. Oh, my oh my God. He did the booty. Our cat is about to attack our other cat. He did the perfect kitty cat She's booty shake. Oh, he's doing stairs. it again. He's doing a little kitty cat booty shake. Kick him. Oh, he's gone. Oh, he ran. <laughs> anyway, our pets have really taken like a, a spotlight. Okay. It's because our friends over at Trexpert's Quiz have Captain Pike the dog, who is the cutest dog besides our dog. And like, and like he's he's everywhere, and I keep seeing them. So I'm like, we got We got to start including the pets. You include them in everything. I know. You're literally wearing a shirt with a cat on it. I'm wearing a shirt from a company I, I made that never got off the ground. That I put Kylo in the back seat of my Jeep. Um, yeah. I, I made this logo. Kylo is like the mascot of most of your things. It's Kylo's a cute kitty. Anyway, and- anyway, let's go to your <laughs> questions. We're we're so far off topic this episode. Okay. I think it's just because we're tired because we went and saw a great movie, which we'll talk about at the end of the episode. Oh my gosh. And probably the end of the next episode too. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, you told me to write Chief. I don't know how to say that. Chief Argyle. Okay, we're kicking off this story with a Chief Argyle moment. Chief Argyle um, is the second Chief of the Enterprise who we've met so far. Mm-hmm. Last, I think the last episode, are Naked Now, there was the woman who was the Chief Engineer. But now there's Chief Argyle. This is explained that the Enterprise D is so big that Roddenberry originally envisioned that there were multiple Chief Engineers. Instead of just a Scotty, there was a bunch of chief engineers. To handle, like, what, each section? Pretty much each section, or, like, to do rotations. So, Chief Argyle was the second one. Now, these actors will kind of disappear, and for a while, Argyle will become the chief engineer. 
Okay. Like, he will become the Scot. He even has a Scottish accent, I noticed, a little bit, or an Irish accent. I didn't Like, he was, I, I he was hardly, like, hardcore faking it. Like, it's not like Jimmy Doohan, who, who does a great Scottish accent. It was, it was weird. So, Chief Argyle becomes kind of, like, the chief engineer. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden, Paramount, because back in this day, you could write letters to Paramount, and they would actually give them to the cast and crew to yeah. read. So suddenly Paramount starts getting fan mail for Chief Argyle. And like to Roddenberry about Chief Argyle. And in one of these letters, it has details about an episode that hasn't happened yet. About an episode that they've written and shot but hasn't aired yet. Turns out the actor had gone to his fans at a convention and told them that he wanted to be the primary chief engineer. So he had them write in to tell the studio to make him the chief by telling them about episodes that hadn't aired yet. But isn't that, like, somewhere in his contract he legally can't do that? Well, I believe this is the last Chief Argyle episode because oh. he was fired. Okay. Um, he was, like, kicked to the curb. I mean, what did he expect? I, I guess he thought they would be smart and not talk about the episodes that hadn't aired until no, they aired. No, these are fans. Exactly. Um, but it didn't work out, and he got fired. And he did not... Well, we never see him again, I don't believe. Okay. <clears throat> um, so, so that's Chief Argo. That's the story I wanted to tell you about Chief Argo. Okay. Um, my next thing I wrote, he is so rude. Uh, what's Maddox? Yeah. Not Maddox. No, no, no. Maddox is a character we'll meet down the line. Oh. Um, there's another shitty scientist named Bruce Maddox who we'll meet very shortly in an episode next season. Um, but, yeah, the, the caretaker's... I want to say assistant, but technically... Not the caretaker. That's no, a, no, not the oh my assistant. God. I'm getting... Okay, so the caretaker is another omnipotent alien we'll meet in Voyager. You're just mixing everything. Uh, the, the traveler. The traveler. No, not the traveler. His, the, what I'm saying is that the, he's the traveler's assistant or cover, but really the traveler is the cover of, of his assistant. Oh, so the traveler... The traveler is the one that's in charge, technically. No, he's not in charge, but he's the one who's doing everything. Kleminsky isn't doing anything. Okay, well, yeah, I know that. Okay. So, yeah, he is so rude. Mm -hmm. Like, he just shoved through everybody. Yeah, and, like, you're on the flagship of the Enterprise. Every single one of these officers has done something better than you in their career. Shut the hell up. (laughs) You don't have any, like, power here, sir. (sighs) Okay, and then I wrote, he's a ghost because she couldn't feel his emotions. Yeah, no, he's just weird. I was making, because she's like, I can feel emotions from one, but not the other. What, what? And I was like, maybe he's a ghost. I don't want to spoil it, but what if I've told you we've met someone who works with this guy? Like, in real life? No, in, in another episode. Oh. What if I told you we've seen an episode that is technically connected to this episode, but it's something that will be connected to this episode later on in another episode. I'm going to say I believe that because of how wonky Star Trek is. You, I just won't remember. Do you will remember this episode. Do you remember the episode where they went back in time to Earth? There was a lot of episodes. Okay, the one where they go back in time to Earth. And there was the guy who was an alien who they intercepted his beam, Gary Seven. Oh, the one that the show was supposed the, to kick the off? The backdoor pilot. Didn't... Okay, okay, um, okay. What is it called? Um, I don't know. Operation... On Earth. Okay. Um, so those people uh-huh. are part of the Traveler's organization. Oh, so he works with them. Yes. Okay. The Traveler is but actually... why does he look like that then? Well, he's an alien. He's the alien oh, who chooses them to go and do stuff. Okay. It's just like how Gary Seven is technically a caveman. Oh. So, like, 
it's an interesting connection, and I don't want to spoil how that connection is revealed because it involves... Do, do we ever, like, um, get to learn more about them? Absolutely. Okay. The entire second season of Star Trek Picard is about the Travelers. Okay. Well, not all about them, but they're, like, a key so, part. So, so they come back? Absolutely. Uh, like, more than once? The Traveler will come back in TNG. The same one? The same one. So he's not dead? No. But they thought he died? They Well, he, he phased out of their reality. So, wait, did he know he wasn't going to die, or was he just faking it? Who knows? Maybe it's all a test for one Wesley Crusher. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there's an episode involving Wesley Crusher that we'll I don't see like down the you. line. I don't want to spoil stuff, because it's a good episode. I think oh, we've no, talked no. about it. It's the episode where Picard is forced to um, relocate a tribe of Native Americans <laughs> for the Cardassians. Yeah, that's an episode. Oh, my God. What is it called? The last mission or, or the final mission? There are some weird oh episodes that and like, we talk oh about. Oh my god, that episode. We're going to watch that episode too. It's so good, but it's such a poignant story. And it kind of goes along with Avatar. But <laughs> I'm, I'm moving on. You know, we'll talk about that. Oh, That's an episode Lord. way down the line. Okay, and then I wrote, Wesley is helping with the ship now. Yes, so this is the first time we really see Wesley helping. Um, and at the end of this episode, he becomes an acting ensign and becomes part of the crew. What does an ensign mean? Ensign's the lowest rank in Starfleet for commissioned officers. It basically means that you've gone through Starfleet Academy, you've graduated, and now you're on a posting. Some cadets leave the academy as lieutenants if they stay. Um, Starfleet Academy is a really interesting school. Basically, you have three different primary assignments that you can learn, operations, command, and science. But then you can specialize. Instead of being the command of a starship, you can specialize in starbase command. You can specialize in diplomacy. Operations can specialize in tactical or engineering or um, terraforming, agriculture. And the sciences are obvious. That all the sciences are available. So they're basically the lower decks. Yeah. The, every every character in lower decks is an ensign. Okay. Um, they Wait, basically so get the ship can, jobs. So he can just make him an ensign without... He's an acting ensign, so basically what that means is he's a... It's like um, a work-study program. Okay. So he's getting credit for Starfleet Academy by working on the Enterprise. Okay. And he's not driving the ship yet. I will say the next time we see Wesley, he will probably be driving the ship. What? Yeah, he becomes the main pilot. What? Yeah. I'm not even kidding. But he's only a kid. Exactly. He didn't even go to the uh, academy remember, yet. Remember the Wesley Crusher story I told you? Yeah. Where he went and saw Kirk, and Kirk was like, I would never let a kid on my yeah. bridge. That's because he ends up driving the ship for the rest of the show, pretty much. Until he <laughs> leaves to go to Starfleet Academy. Jeez, okay. Now, Wesley is um, basically how Gene Roddenberry saw himself as a child, as, mm -hmm. a, as a prodigy. Uh-huh. Um, Roddenberry constantly says that, or, or said, because he has passed away i mean he would be over 100 years by now um uh he said that when he was in school his teachers would literally give him assignments that were ahead of him and like essays to write so he was a genius according to him and he channeled that into wesley he really saw himself in wesley and and gene roddenberry and will wheaton became very good friends um, during this, and Will Wheaton was a huge Star Trek fan when he got hired. He was, yeah, I think, the only one who had seen that. And I would really love to have him on this podcast. I've I've always kind of admired Will Wheaton and looked up to him. Um, and they say don't meet your heroes, but from what I hear, meeting Will Wheaton is exactly how you'd imagine it. He's so sweet um, and very kind and considerate, and I, I'd absolutely love to have him on. I mean, my hero is pretty cool. Who's your hero? My grandma. Your grandma is pretty cool. <laughs> I love your grandma. <laughs> Your grandma always calls and asks to talk to me, and that always makes me happy, because I don't have a grandma, so. Jeez. I don't. This is a hammer it out on the I, podcast. I don't have a grandma. Oh, my that's, goodness. That's some, that's some 
baggage right there. Well, you can borrow mine. Thanks, baby. Yeah. I like both your grandmas. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then I wrote, why does he not have a badge? Um, the, the rude guy. Did he not have a badge? He didn't have a badge on. Like, that's, at all. That's weird. Let me Google a picture. I, I was like, he's not wearing anything. Look at you picking up on something I didn't I see. I know. Snap, snap. I'm pretty sure he had a badge, baby. He did not. Did he not? No. Oh, my goodness. Um, well, he's out of uniform. I so. know. I thought it was weird. Star Trek. Like, I know you said, like, they could have, like, different types of badges, but he just had no badge at all. Yeah, that was probably a uniform glitch. His name is Kaminsky. Well, they really glitched it. Not a glitch. I, did I say glitch? Yes. Not a. Not what I meant. I meant. Uh, oh no. Oh, interesting. What? I accidentally found an actor in Star Trek who has the same last name as him, and I think I don't know his last name. I, that character was so. Anyway. Why don't you just type in the episode? I, I'm going to. Uh, shout out to Matt Kleminsky though, who was in an episode of Enterprise and Star Trek Picard. Um, maybe he'll come on the podcast. He's just an extra. <laughs> oh my god. Um, anyway, keep going. I'm gonna look this up. Okay. Um, um and I wrote, he's looking at Wes like a genius. The, um, the traveler. Well, he is. Well, I mean, I'll, yeah, now I know that, but at the time I was like... He's the next Mozart. Right, really? I mean, that's what Wesley is supposed to be. Wesley is supposed to be... Is he really that smart? Yeah. I have, baby, he fucking rewrote Warp Physics. Oh, there's our one F-bomb in the You're always the one. You were so... I... Babe, you can't say F-bombs, and you say it more than I do. His name is Kozinski, not Klemensky. Uh, Well, you were messing Kozinski. that up. Yeah, he does not have a badge on. You're right. He, right. He does not have a com badge. Mm -hmm. And he has a weird rank insignia, too. He might be a civilian. He has... So, rank insignia, their ranks are up on their, their shoulder here. Uh-huh. And oh, oh. he has, like, I've never seen this rank badge before. It's literally, like, just a black square with, like, a little silver. So, yeah, he does not wear a com badge. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. It even says here, and where no, where, where no one has gone before, Klemensky, or Kozinski <laughs> appears in a Starfleet uniform with no communicator and does not appear to have a Starfleet rank. As he's referred to throughout this episode as Mr. Kozinski. His collar features a unique rank insignia, a small silver rectangle, and a darker rectangle of the same size. The Star Trek Next Generation Companion, which I have upstairs, makes light of this peculiarity as well nothing. While Kaczynski unexplained square rank pip has never was never seen again. Mm. Interesting. There's a little... I should read Memory Alpha more often on this podcast. <laughs> I've got some notes about this episode once we're done with your questions, too, that okay. I got from there. Um, my next question was, what happened to the assistant? Well, obviously now we know, because he was, uh, the phasing and Using all his power mm -hmm. to, to channel the Enterprise home. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wait, okay, so, like, did he mean to do that, or, like, was that an accident? I think it was an accident. Okay. I think he got distracted by Wesley okay. and ended up throwing them across. Or maybe he was trying to, like, maybe at that moment he was specifically trying to test Wesley. Okay. By, by throwing the Enterprise and then having Wesley be the one who helps save the ship. Okay. Because, uh, like he says in the episode, he's trying to gently watch Wesley without guiding him. Yeah. But he ends up indirectly causing Picard to promote him. Yeah. Which will lead to Wesley joining Starfleet Academy. Right. Which will lead to Wesley doing some other stuff. Which right. will lead Wesley to making a big decision. Which will lead Wesley to exiting all of Star Trek for all time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Except for Picard season two and one very short scene in Nemesis. Sounds good. Um, I can't wait to point out Wesley and Nemesis. Do this. Okay, I said that planet. Uh, that planet is wild. 
in the uh the the what is it the second uni- no yeah the second galaxy that they went to mm-hmm. like it just looked really wild that did the yeah the planet they were orbiting did look really weird like it was it was pretty <coughs> but i was just like what yeah i would, I would agree it was it very looked like a big it. trip yeah, it was. This whole episode's kind of an acid trip, mm-hmm. an Emmy-nominated acid trip. Oh my gosh! Okay, then I wrote, "What's with the visions? Visions? Who was having visions?" Everybody, because everybody oh, is yes, hallucinating. Yes, yes, yes. Um, it's it's something to do with the the chemical makeup of the the galaxy they were in, or the part of the universe they were in. It was literally making their fantasies come to life. Um, do you have anything about Picard's mom in your questions? Well, you already talked about it. Not on the podcast. No, but with me. <laughs> yeah, but I want to talk about it okay, well, what, on the podcast. What happened with Picard's mom, dear? Well, okay, so I don't want to talk about it too much because I don't know if anyone watches our podcast and then watches the episode and then doesn't watch ahead. Mm-hmm. And we might have someone like that. So I don't want to spoil too much. because I You do, already spoiled it for me! I, I know, but you're not as important as our fans. Because <gasps> you'll forget by the time we get there. You've got to remember that Star Trek Picard. I remember Picard. when you told me. Star Trek Picard is eight Star Trek shows and f- like 15 movies. Well, I remember now. what you told me about his mom. Anyway, so his mother, he... Uh, this is the first time I've seen this episode in a couple of years. This is definitely the first time I've seen this episode since Picard Season 2 aired. Um, I'm just going to talk about it. Spoiler, spoiler alert for Picard Season 2. If... If, skip ahead if you don't want yeah, to hear. Yeah, skip ahead like five minutes or more um, if you don't want to hear what happened. Um, Picard season two is about Q giving Picard a, a really weird chance in a very Q-like fashion to face a trauma that he will deal with in his youth. Um... Basically, Picard is on board the Stargazer, mm-hmm. um, the new Stargazer, not the Stargazer we see in the next right. episode we watched. Um, and he ends up facing an enemy who he is very familiar with. Okay. I don't want to talk about that because that's something that I've worked very hard not to tell you about and not to show you. Okay. Because it's it's such a moment in TNG Season 3 that I legitimately do not want to spoil it for you. I because don't, it I don't changes know how, it changes everything about Picard. I don't know how you would have spoiled it with with, with trying to avoid because me not seeing it. something happens to Picard. Okay. Um, and Picard has to face this enemy again, but as he makes the decision to blow up the Stargazer mm-hmm. and kill everyone aboard, including himself, and what? and in this thread, he wakes up inside his chateau, and everything's wrong. He's in a uniform that he doesn't recognize. The house is much darker. There are horrible things around the house. The universe he is in is, is in a darker shape. I feel like I've seen you watch this episode. Yeah, I showed it to you. Um, and then Q appears, um, and in a very Q-like fashion, informs him that the trial never ends. Um, and the trial does never end for humanity. Uh, and throughout the season, Picard has flashbacks to his youth with his mother and it seems so happy and vibrant and it paints his father in such a bad light and Picard is constantly on the edge of death Mm -hmm. throughout the season and during a time where he is unconscious he is faced with the fact that his mother killed herself Mm -hmm. um, at a very young age I would say probably late 20s early 30s she killed herself Um, and unfortunately it's revealed throughout the season that Picard was the cause of it um, not 
through anything he did, but... Well, it's something he did, but something he didn't mean to do. He opened a door when he shouldn't have. He un unlocked a door and let his mother out when she was in a room for her own good um, through a very bad decision by his father. Um, in the age this takes place, there is no reason why that, that woman couldn't have gotten help. And I feel like that is my biggest problem with Star Trek Picard Season 2, that it is made very clear that medical and therapeutic science has come to a point where she could have received help and, sh and she didn't and she killed herself because of it and th you just said his father was not a nice person no his father was horrible to him his mother his brother all, all the above he's a brother yeah we'll meet him in tng actually um and picard in this he time travels i should say that he time travels back to the uh to 2025 actually um we were babies we weren't even born, or twenty twenty five. We're our babies will be born in twenty twenty five. Oh, so I was so. thinking of two thousand and four. No, so twenty twenty five. Um, late, I'm tired. And Picard basically puts something in some place that puts the future events in motion, and Q appears and says, "Well done." He says, "Well done. You've faced your trauma, and you realize that this was a gift, not a punishment." Um, and then Q dies. What? Yeah. For real, for real? For real, for real. Mm. Um, and it's very poignant. And Picard and Q kiss. What? And it's a very romantic moment. You lie. <laughs> yes, that I am. It should have happened. happened. I shipped the hell out of Picard happened. and Q. Oh, that's such a dysfunctional relationship. Please. Oh, my God. All the slash fic. I'm okay with it. Anyway, let's go back to your question. Oh, the whole point of this. Picard sees his mother um, in, in a corridor of the Enterprise, hallucinates her. And she's there with T. And... He gets very emotional, and I've, I've always thought about this episode before Picard Season 2, thinking he just misses his mom, but no, this is, this is literally his greatest wish, that he, she had lived long enough not only to see him as an adult, but to have her tea, and, and to relax with her, and, and to take a minute to sit with her, and it just hits so much harder now, having seen Picard Season 2. And I'm sorry for spoiling it. If, if you haven't seen it, I, I do apologize if you decided to listen through this. Um, but this episode, having watched it now after seeing Picard Season 2, it, it hit a lot harder. And I think that's the point. I think the point is the, the writing crew of Star Trek Picard know that we're going to go back and watch TNG, and we're going to have this moment where it's very poignant. And very it hits so much harder now. And we understand why Picard is sad. I know you're not interested in this, but our fans will be. She's rolling her eyes. That's, I'm that's, just falling asleep. I know. Anyway, continue your questions, because we've got another episode to record after this. Okay. So then I wrote, how is he... How? Oh, wait. Yeah, how is using thought to do... How does he use thought to do this? I, I don't know. I don't get it. It's the power of friendship, baby. It's the power of thought. It's the power of friendship and thought. And there's no they gave they gave all of their good good thoughts to the the, the oh, fucking traveler. Oh my goodness! Oh like, my goodness! It's friendship and magic. I was just like, what? Yeah. Thoughts? This is a weird psychedelic episode. Oh yeah. But you know, thought does have power. I mean, I mean, yeah, not but not enough power. to time travel. Yeah, well, not time travel, but actually travel. Anyway, let's let's keep going. We're getting pretty far in this episode. Okay, I only got two more questions. Um, so, how are they? Wait, 
So they have to use all their thoughts? Yeah, they all, all thousand members of the Enterprise crew, even the civilians, have to think good thoughts about getting home and send it all to the travelers so they can get home. What is this, Dorothy? Pretty much. Oh my lord. Not in Kansas anymore. Apparently not. Not in the Alpha Quadrant anymore. Apparently Put that on a t-shirt. We should have that on a t-shirt. You're not in the Alpha Quadrant anymore. Jeez. Call us, Star Trek official website gift shop. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so then my last question is... Uh, he, oh, he's taking him under his wing, Picard. Kind of. Yeah. Honestly, they're kind of mean to Wesley. I know, well, he doesn't like children. Have they said shut up, Wesley, yet? Uh, he, he told him not to interrupt yeah. him. Yeah, fans used to say that to Will Wheaton on any post. I, I say fans, more like jerks, would say that, oh, shut up, Wesley, under any post that Will Wheaton made until Will Wheaton finally, like, told them to stop. Because it bothered him so much. And it is. It's dumb. Like, don't harass an actor with a line that clearly is mean, you know? Shut up, Wesley. Not funny. Oh. Well, I, I don't well, get it. Shut up, Wesley. We haven't gotten an episode yet. <laughs> All the adults go nuts, and then they start telling Wesley to shut up. I think that might have been naked now. I don't get it. What? Why? Because he was talking, and he said, Sir, I... What should we call it? I, I'd like to say... And then Picard just turns to him and says, Shut up, Wesley. And then he, like, goes to say something again, and his mother says, Shut up, Wesley. Damn! Yeah, it's so mean and dumb. And I really think this comes from a later season. I'm not sure if it's season one or not, because Rick Berman, who is a main producer of Star Trek, and still alive. Rick Berman, you ever hear our podcast? Why I hate you. Yelling? I hate Rick Berman. Oh, my God. He's, who is this? He's a jerk. Okay. He's a jerk to actors, to fans, and to Star Trek. He's, he's, we'll talk about this in Deep Space Nine. Okay. He did some stuff to female actors that I legitimately hate him for. Oh. He caused one of my favorite characters of Deep Space Nine to leave the show. Oh. He killed her. (gasps) In the show. Oh, okay. He had her written out by killing her. When she was pregnant. With Worf's child! Who? Worf. The Klingon on the bridge of the Enterprise. Uh... He gets to be much more important season, well... At the end of season one, when he's promoted after someone dies, and every other season. Jeez, okay. Wait until we get to the Klingon episodes. Okay. Um, anyway, but no, Wesley is not taken under Picard's wing. He more just basically becomes an officer. If he's taken under anyone's wing, I would say he's taken under Jordy's wing. Mm. When Jordy becomes a bit more important to the cast in season two, he and Wes become, like, best friends. Buddy buddies! Buddy buddies! Anyway, that's the end of your questions. Yeah. Um, I have some notes, but let's let's ask. Let me ask you my questions. Okay. What did you think of the episode? Um, I thought, I thought it was interesting. Um, at first, I was kind of lost in the beginning part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was definitely not what I was expecting it would go towards. Um, but it wasn't bad. Um. I like how they use, even though it was probably, like we said, already like NASA trip or something, mm-hmm. but I like them kind of using the concept of uh, have good and positive thoughts and we'll help you get home. Um, and I do like how the traveler guy was like, look out for Wesley. Like, he's the future, basically. He is the future. Yes. Star Trek Wesley, when? Yes. Star Trek the Traveler, when? That's oh, the real question. Um what would you rate this episode? One to ten. Uh, why are you saying one to ten? I know it's one to ten. Because you're very tired. I didn't know if you remembered. I remembered. <laughs> um, it has been almost 50 episodes. So. Um, shut up. <laughs> what are we going to do for our 50th episode? Sleep. 
don't know. No, we'll do something special. I'll try to get a good guest for us. I'll reach out to some people and see if I can't get us a good guest. Okay. Maybe we'll have all our friends on for an episode. So. Alright. Um, would I rate this? Mm-hmm. Um, I'll rate it like a seven and a half. That's pretty good. Yeah. For like, you. I mean, because I was like, oh, maybe an eight, but I was like, you know, it wasn't that amazing that it was like an eight. So like a seven and a half, I feel like it's pretty good. That's a good rating. Yeah. Do you have a favorite character? Um, probably Wesley. Wesley's a good character. Yeah. Wait until we have, like, a true, proper Wesley episode. I mean, we kind of did. No, I mean, like, a, a full... Like, there are episodes that are totally focused on Wesley. Oh. Um, and they're really good. They're down the line, though. Okay. So I've got some notes uh, for this episode myself. So I want to talk about... I'm trying to start doing this for TNG because there's a lot more information on TNG that is trustworthy compared to not just from stories, but... Uh, so basically... Um, let's start with the story of this episode. So, um, so the story of this episode is based on a TOS novel called The Wounded Sky by Diane Duane. What? Yeah, so it's based on one of the Star Trek novels, because between TOS and TNG and the TOS movies, there were a bunch of Star Trek novels, um, called Pocket Books, or they were published by Pocket Books. Um, this was written by Diane Duane, who also pitched this episode and wrote this the first draft of this episode. The problem is, is she was locked out of the writer's room. What? So On purposely? So basically, the story goes, and this comes directly from her, she submitted the first draft, um, which is normal, and then she waited for notes to start the second draft. They never came, so she called the TNG offices trying to find out what was going on and found out that there was some kind of office conflict mm -hmm. going on. We're going to watch, at the end of season one, a documentary called Chaos on the Bridge, which is all about the making of the first season of TNG. And if that title doesn't give you bad feelings about how this season and the second <laughs> season was made, let me tell you. Or, you know, we're going to wait till the end of the second season to watch Chaos on the Bridge. Okay. Because it's, it's all about Gene Roddenberry's last years on Star Trek. Um, it was bad. Gene was, Gene was firing people left and right. Rick Berman was there. Uh, Gene got his power back, and he was not going to let it slip away again. Because you got to remember, throughout the TOS movies, he was not in power at all. Right, right. Um, they put him on the parking lot. As I said in what's we call it on Trexpert's Quiz, he was a reluctant executive producer. Because <laughs> he hated where the story went, he hated how they were handling, and yet those movies are like the best TOS content. But basically he was firing writers, and I guess the writer who was working with uh, Diane Duane on this episode was fired. <laughs> And so she had no way of getting in, so she was completely pushed out. The only thing remaining from her first draft was Picard, the scene of Picard's mother. And that wasn't by her, that was by her writing partner. Kylo's um, sad about that. I know, he's telling us to wrap up the episode because we're going too long. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, this is also the first episode directed by Rob Bowman, who directed 12 episodes of TNG. Um, and... Um, I thought you'd like this. Remember how we were like struggling to find out about the dog from TOS that had the unicorn horn? Like, yeah. The Targ, Worf's pet pig, no. was played by a Russian boar no. named Emmy Lou. What? <laughs> that is the actual Targ's name. I don't like it. You don't like Emmy Lou? No. She was cute. That sounds so basic. I know. But I, it, I'm like, I hear Cindy I mean, Lou Who. Emmy Lou sounds definitely like a name I would name a pig. It's Cindy Lou so, yeah, so that's that's the name of Force Targ. Okay. But that's the end of my notes. I would say this is a really good episode. What do you rate um, it? I give it a, a solid 8. Okay. On the TNG scale. Who's your favorite? 
Who's my favorite character? Mm -hmm. I really like Riker. Why? I, I just like Riker. He gets better when he grows the beard, but he's... He's, he's cute. He's very cute. Mm -hmm. He's a dreamboat. Um, <laughs> good old, good old number one. Anyway, we're Love at First Contact. Um, I'm Sam. And this, Where can they find us? They can find us over on Instagram at Love at First Pod. Um, or they can find us on Patreon now at Love at First Contact. Um, where you can get t-shirts, stickers, mugs. I don't think we have t-shirts up yet. No, no, no. Um, Just stickers. Best part is, though, you get early access to episodes. For instance, um, we've been kind of falling behind, but my goal is to eventually get to the point where we have 10 episodes in the catalog to use on Patreon and then slowly roll them out to free. Yeah. So if you like our podcast and you don't feel like waiting weeks for episodes or if your favorite episode is like five episodes down the line... Go drop us 10 bucks, and I think you get access to... I don't remember our tiers. I need to really go and take a day <laughs> next week on, and, organize and organize our Patreon and really kind of focus on that. I think I'm off Monday, which is three days from now, so I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it then. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. It, it, I, I want to talk about a milestone we hit between the last time we recorded and today. Um, we're at 700 listens. Across all episodes. Um, and that may not sound like a lot, but to me, that is more... That's like three quarters to a thousand. That's 700 hours, almost, of people listening to us talk. They think we're interesting, how, how many days is that of content? That We've been doing this for, what, like six months? Well, we've got, we've got 43 episodes, and there's been 700. So if you've listened 700 times, and I'm going to divide that by 24... <laughs> You've listened to almost 30 days of us talking. Oh my god. That's Are we crazy. really that interesting? It's probably more like 20, 27 days, but it, yeah, apparently we're that interesting that mm -hmm. people are enjoying us. And that number, I mean, it's constantly going up. And I know it's because we've got great friends like Trexport's Quiz and Computers and Podcast, my mom and my dad, and all the people tuning in to listen. But what really matters to me is that I know for sure there are people tuning into this podcast. We have a lot of people in Africa. Know. Yeah, I, I'm a little confused by that. Um, I'm pulling up, <laughs> if you hear my clicking on the mouse, I'm pulling up our, we use Anchor by Spotify to get our voice out there. Um, we've had 691 listens, um, which is insane to me. In our audience, we have people from Ghana, South Africa, Canada, Germany, Kenya, Australia, Botswana, United Kingdom, Ireland, Sweden, India, Jamaica, and Taiwan. I think Taiwan's new. Taiwan is new. Yeah. And but, obviously the United States. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even name it. But yeah. 50, Mo most of it's from the United States. But but here's the wacky part. 18% of our audience, which is the second largest number, is from Ghana. <laughs> I don't if, know if, you're, there. if you're listening to us from Ghana, hello. <laughs> oh my goodness. Thank you for tuning in. How, holy, tell us how you found us. Holy cats. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know if it's it's just through Instagram or what, but guys, welcome. Thank you for tuning in. But you know, this speaks to the Star Trek spirit. Star Trek is not an American show. It's for everyone. It's mostly in Africa, apparently. Apparently, Star Trek is very popular in Africa. Actually, there's a very cool shot at the end of the last season of Star Trek Discovery where, because whenever you see Earth in science fiction or in space, it's always focused on the United States, right? Yeah. Not in Star Trek oh. Discovery, focused on Africa. <laughs> it made me so happy to see that. I mean, we also do mostly have men want listening. 
We do have a mostly male audience. In fact, we have a. It says we have a hundred percent male audience. That's not. But true. I don't believe that. I don't believe that yeah. at all. And we do have mainly like people. Thirties and forties. Like ten years older than yeah, us. Yeah, thirty-five to forty-four is and our main that audience. Are five years below us. Yeah. So thank you guys. Not five years below us. Yeah, like five of. Eighteen to twenty-two. That's one year or two years below you, and a couple of years below yeah, me. Yeah, but if you round to go down to eighteen, that's, that's like true. five years. Anyway, we've gone on way too long with this podcast. This is probably our longest podcast in a long time, and I'm sorry if you've already tuned out by this point. But thank you guys for listening. I just I really wanted to make a point in this episode, and I'll probably talk about it more next episode. We didn't get to talk about Avatar this episode. They're fine. Next week, Avatar. Um, but the ways of and the I have an announcement to make next week that's going to piss you off. But me? Yeah, we're changing our topic. We're going to become an Avatar podcast. No, we're not. No, we're not. But I do have an announcement in that genre. Um, so stay tuned for next week uh, where we watch. What episode did we watch, Gravy? Uh, uh, the battle. The battle. <laughs> yes. I, I was hoping you wouldn't change the page because you're already on the page for the next episode we're going to record. Yeah. The battle. Picard faces his. Nemesis, I guess, the father of the, uh, the guy he killed that one time by yeah. accident. I mean, I so it was in self defense. Anyway, we'll talk about that next week. Anyway, yeah. thank you guys for listening. Um, we'll be back next week with the battle. And remember, if you want to watch it early, it's already up on Patreon. So head over there and watch it on Patreon if you guys want to. Um, but see you next week. Bold to go, warp out. Um, it's warp time. Uh, where's my coffee? Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>